Well, I didn't really know what to do with this request, so uh, I know your snooker would be nuts, so here we go. I might as well, rather than just talking, I might as well try and sing it. So, uh, snooker loopy nuts are we, me and him and them and me. We'll show you what we can do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pot the red, then screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Snooker loopy nuts are we. We're all snooker, loopy, bum 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 Hello and welcome to the Snooker Loopy podcast, Mr Q Bingo UK Championship preview. This is not a full episode of the podcast, this is a preview of the Mr Q Championship. And we're all talking about it and I'm here with my very, very good friend. It's um, the Wizard of Wishaw himself, this is Joe Hannard. Good evening, Hazel. Good evening, everybody at home, and uh, very excited to be hearing that very soon, hopefully, on the BBC. First Beeb event of the season, which uh, you know as well as I do, Tom, that this is when the real snooker season kicks off. That is very derogatory of you towards the 900 final, Joe. How dare you? Yes, how dare I? And of course, the Champion of Champions final. As well, which was uh, quite good viewing if you were a uh, non-Judge Judge Trump fan like us. You yeah, know. it was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> He's been enjoying winning a little bit too much this season, so it was nice to see him get a, a good hammering. For yeah, once. it was very enjoyable. It's my favourite Judge Trump final I've ever watched. <laughs> I'm mainly looking forward this week to John Virgo hopefully saying... Where's Mr. Q going? Yes, I am a bit worried that because uh, usually the UK Championship has one of John or Dennis missing, so mm. um, I'm worried that that we might not hear where's Mr. Q, Mr. Well, Mr. Q ball going. If not, we'll have to go and shout it along. We'll have to. Mm. Mm. But did you see who was commentating on the uh, the qualifiers for the UK Championship? It was the Lincolnshire Sausage himself, wasn't it? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, he's got... <laughs> All I'm saying is, since we mentioned him on the podcast, he's gone up in the world. Mm, exactly. So he's doing well for himself. But shall we, shall, we, shall we jump straight into the UK Championship, Joe? Let's go, Mr Q Bingo. Mr Q Bingo. That's what, I mean, that's what... <laughs> As all the, the the best fans of it call it, the Mr. Q Bingo. The Mr. Q Bingo Classic. Um, so this will be, a, I mean, it's going to be a slightly different, probably a fairly shorter episode of uh, the podcast. It'll just be us talking through the UK Championship, who we think is going to go through the last 32s, and um, we might do it again during the last 16. I don't know, we'll, mm. see, we'll see how many people... Enjoy the podcast when we are not paying snooker players to sing songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, by current evidence, Tom, I think more people enjoy the ones we don't do that with than, uh, <laughs> than what we do. But we'll keep pushing our agendas. I mean, we prefer it that way, so it's not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's our only selling point. <laughs> But uh, the first match, Joe, and it's incredible, this match, because it's it's a, it's a repeat of last year's final. Mark Hannon yeah. against Ding. I mean, Ding's a very lucky boy uh, uh, to, to be there. Um, had to win 
couple of matches in qualifying, I think, didn't he? And um, you know, I think he had some uh, a, a bit of a close shave. So yeah, he'll be quite happy to be there, I think. Um, but the UK Championship always seems to bring out the best in Ding. I don't quite know what it is. It's just certain tournaments suit certain players, and for some reason. Maybe it's the York Barbican, you know, he's I know he's based fairly close to um York, obviously, in Sheffield, so maybe he's just quite comfortable there and uh always seems to play well. So I think that's a probably the trickiest draw out of the lot from for Mark Allen, I would suggest. Yeah, I mean Ding is the one qualifier I think most players would want to avoid. Obviously, he's only just outside the top 16. He got to the final last year. And that makes this a very tough match to call, Joe. Mm. I think we should do our predictions. And we should also Ooh. do that on um, the event prediction website. The event predictor, yes. After this. Yes. But um, mm. on, for- I mean, on form, you'd have to say Mark Allen. Probably. You know, Ding's not had the best of seasons. I mean, he turned up in the wrong trousers to one event, so... <laughs> You know that 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 about shows what's going on. But um... Joe, are you sponsored by Ardman today? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was more Wallace and Gromit than Ding Junhui, wasn't he? Uh, well, well, you said you in the qualifiers he had a close shave. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, good old Ding. Eh? Um, yeah, so I hope he won't be making a, a chicken run of uh, Mark <laughs> Allen. Eh? Um, <laughs> no, it, I, I I think Mark Allen should get through that personally. So um, yeah, I'm, but it's it's best of eleven. So if Ding gets off to a good start, you know, could well um, could well be his. I think it'll, it will probably be one of the closer matches of the first round. Yeah, I would I would agree there. I think Mark Allen will will just uh, will probably just get through. I just fa- I just mm. fancy him, you know. Like we we know for Ding it's a matter of loaf and death, but um, I think <laughs> I think Mike Allen will just get through. Um, <coughs> so the the next match is uh, it's the Were Rabbit himself, Tom Ford. No, it's, mm. <laughs> I don't know why he's the Were Rabbit. I just want to continue the Wallace and Gromit stuff, but it's Tom Ford. Well, against... as far as I know, he doesn't have a um, a nickname. So does he not? Well, I, I can't think of what it is. Unless he's the Fiesta Sausage. <laughs> I mean, my first thought was the Tom Ford Escort, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not for that one. No, I like Tom the Ford uh, Fiesta Sausage, to be honest. <laughs> uh, oh, I've just searched Tom Ford, and funnily enough, the snooker player doesn't come up. So um, let's go into it. Here we go. Let's see. What's his nickname? He doesn't have one. He doesn't have one. Well, we can give he him a new now. one. He does now. Well, he's against Nopon St. Cam. Does Nopon have a nickname? Uh, does Nopon... Uh, not off the top of my head. Other than Thai Sensation. Uh, Moo, apparently. <laughs> Moo. What? I don't know who suggested that. Oh wow! There you go, Moo. Okay, well it's it's not Tom... on Moo Sangham. 
Um, I'm I'm backing Nopon to win that actually. I think Tom Ford, obviously his debut in the top sixteen, he's having a, a good couple of seasons. Uh, got the final a few weeks ago at the international championship, but I just feel like Nopon is one of those players that if if he comes through qualifying, he's having a good good week. So um, yeah, fancy him to get through. And some of the top sixteen are going to be knocked out and. Unfortunately for the the Fiesta sausage, um, I think a lot of people are going to be selecting him to be one of the people to drop out. Yeah, well, I mean, based on the seedings, there's only eight between them, so it's probably one of the closest matchups yeah. of any of the draws. Um, and as as you say, it is that thing where qualifiers they are they've warmed up a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, ma- yeah, yeah. they're match they're match fit. So um... I, I mean, I've also got to say. Tom Ford does have a good record at the UK Championship. He, he's reached the semi-finals a couple of times. I'm fairly sure. So, again, maybe that home comfort, uh, uh, you know, well, not home comfort, but comfort of of the venue might might bring him through that. I, I'm not sure. It's going to be close. It's toss for coin, really. Of uh, who's going to win that? But I'm well, going to go knock on. Well, I'll I'll go Tom Ford just to mix it up a bit then. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next up, we have Mark Williams, or Sprog, yep. as we discussed in one of our <laughs> early, very early Crucible chats, against Fan Zheng Yi. Has he got, is he called mm. F1 or something? Is that his nickname? Or, Possibly. Or Fantastic, it might be, something like that. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. Uh... Uh, I mean, you. I mean, it's hard to look past Willow, isn't it? You say that, but Willow's not had the best of seasons. Um, I think twelve months ago, you'd you'd be crazy to to bet against Mark Williams, but I've not really seen much of him this year. So, um, it's a tough one. I think had Mark Williams had somebody like Ding or even Nopon, um, then we might have been talking about this match in a different light. But. I mean, I'd like to see Williams win. It would be nice to see him have a nice run this week in a in a Triple Crown event, and um, he's always entertaining to watch. So, always nice to see him have the runs. Yeah, well, yes, exactly. He's he's had that a few times in his career, hasn't he? Especially at Triple Triple Crown events, it just happens. Like, yes, you know. yeah, yeah. What I do like about this, Joe, um, is that we, we've spoken before about your Stuart Bingham in the background. Mm. And for some reason today, your camera keeps <laughs> trying to focus in on Bingham. Oh, does it? He keeps coming in and out of focus. Maybe he keeps raising his eyebrows or something. Do you think you it's because he's not qualified? He's like, you've got to speak about me. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Because he's not in York, he's actually sat here with me now. <laughs> oh, I see. It makes a lot more sense now, really. <laughs> yeah. Do you think... Um, do you think your your partner Rachel would be more or less pleased if he was sat in your room? I think she'd be indifferent to that by now. <laughs> I feel like nothing <laughs> will surprise her anymore with what comes through the post. <laughs> if a full-size Stuart Bingham comes through the post, then, <laughs> then uh, you know. Just, just Stuart with a bow tap wrapped around him. Yes. Hopefully he's wearing clothes. So, and... oh, I don't, don't, don't spoil the fun, Joe. Come on, <laughs> he's ready for his uh, hot tub. Uh, yes, Bingham's hot tubs. 
So, uh, but yes, Arminia. I'm going Mark Williams anyway. Yeah, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going Mark Williams as well. Then we've got Kyron and Wilson against Jamie Clark, which, I mean, if you look just at the seedings, you'd have to say comfortably Kyron. But I don't mm. think Jamie Clark. I think he's, um, you know, he was decent at the Crucible a couple of years ago. He's, he's not he's a, a bad big player. Game player, isn't he? I think Jamie Clark, a big game player. Um, Kyron's got this weird glove thing going on this season, hasn't he? So, mm. I mean, his form's not been good. Which usually you don't you don't say that for Kyron Wilson. He's um, he's a player that is very consistent, but this year he's been consistently bad. Um, so it'll be it'll be an interesting one. I think it's actually a, a a really funny UK championship because I feel like most of the top sixteen that have made it to the last thirty two by default probably wouldn't have made it that far had they all been in from the last 128 which is exactly what happened a couple of years ago and that's why we had these changes so yeah um but i just feel so many of the top 16 at the moment are out of form um so it it really could be such a mixed up tournament Mm -hmm. um i I mean you would normally back kyron but it's really tough it's really, really tough to to decide, especially in best of 11s. It's not that long a match. You know, it's not two sessions, for instance. But I think I have to back Kyron Wilson because I believe he can go furthest in the tournament. And at the end of the day, his form is going to turn around. And, and why not this week? Why can't he go and win his first Triple Crown this week? It's the sort of crazy thing that Snooker does sometimes. So I'll back Kyron. Yeah, I think I think I'll back Kyron as well. I think I think it could be close though. I, I wouldn't mm. rule out it possibly being a decider. To be honest, I mean it depends how how quickly Jamie kind of settles, but he's never really had a mm. problem settling before at the big events. So I think it could be close. Yeah, and, and as I say, I think he's a bit of a, a big match player. So I, I would not be surprised if uh, Jamie Clark wins that one. Next up, we have Mark Selby against Mark Joyce. So there's definitely going to be at least one Mark in the uh, last 16. Yes. Very good. Um, I mean, Selby's played pretty well this season, hasn't he? He's been unlucky in a couple of events not to actually go on and win it. So um, I'm expecting him to have a, a strong run. But fair play to Mark Joyce for qualifying. You know, he is on the cusp of the top 64, isn't he? So... That's a a big one. In the most respectful terms, I think Mark Joyce would just be happy to be there. Yeah. So I, I think you have to fancy. I have to go for Selby. I don't think... I, I can't see. Unless Mark Joyce plays out of his skin and Selby has a bad day, I can't see any other result there, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Barry Hawkins, who's been very good this season, against Ben Wollaston. Yeah, Ben Wollaston's one of those weird players that always seems to be in the last 32 but never seems to get much further i think he had a weird record of always winning his first round qualifying match and was on an incredible run of that for for so long um but yeah he's still ranked in the the sort of mid 40s in the mm-hmm. world and has never been any higher than that um so he's a good player but i, I always question whether he's got the mentality at the last 32 stage to to beat the top players consistently and as you say Barry Hawkins he's had a good season 
I think he'll fancy his chances of winning the whole thing, to be quite honest with you. So um, I would imagine Barry Hawkins is going to be very up for it and will probably win quite comfortably. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for the Hawk as well. He's just been so good this season. And mm. I think he really is a player who just seems to be, you know, he, he's he's just found something the past, past season. You know, since the start of the season, he just seems to have, Something has clicked, and I think when a player clicks, mm. quite often they just manage to go deep in a number of tournaments in a row. So, and it's nice for for Barry Hawkins because, of course, he was Mister Crucible for such a long time, mm-hmm. um, just getting to semi-finals and finals at the Crucible for so many years on the trot. But then he dropped out of the top sixteen uh, a couple of seasons ago. So, uh, good to see him back, and and I think he is, you know, a top. 10 player in the world so uh, definitely deserves to be where he is at the minute Speaking of someone who their mentality in big games could come into question, the next match is um, Hmm. Jack Lizowski against Jamie Jones Yes Uh, I mean Jamie Jones uh, of course, he he can beat anybody on his day Um, haven't seen him too much this season but um, Interesting to see him qualify. Jack mm. Lesowski obviously has had multiple chances this season where he's been the favourite left in uh, to win the tournament and always seems to come up short. However, he is somebody with a good UK championship record. He is somebody that, that will win an event at some point soon. Could it be the UK championship? I mean, my... My eyes are going to the the match below it and thinking if Judd Trump gets through, then it's Judd versus Jack. And he he just seems to crumble against Judd all the time. So does he look at that draw and think, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to win anyway. But it's one of the... I I think this is actually one that could go either way, personally. I'm going to say I think this could be an upset. I think Jamie Jones might win this just because... Uh, you know, I, I just, I mean, Jackie's the most probably hot and cold player on the circuit for me, like in terms of I've no idea what Jack Lazowski's going to turn up. So I just, I just think Jamie Jones, he's won a few games this week. He's on the up, you know, he's only been back on tour about two or three years, I think. And he, he's, he's rising up the rankings. He probably should be higher than he is. And, you know, maybe this could be an event where he goes a bit deep and, and does a good job. So I, th- I think Jamie Jones. Okay. I'll, I'll go Jack Lazowski. Oh, okay. And, uh, the next match that you, you teased us about Joe was mm. of course, um, the ace in the pack, Judd Trump against Pang Jung Skoo. If this match was played six months ago, I think there'd only be one winner and it wouldn't be Judd. You know, Pang had a, a very, very good end to last season. Obviously, he took Ronnie to a decider in the World Championship. Well, no, I don't think it was a decider, actually, but it was it was fairly close. Uh, I think it was 10-7 or something like that. But Judd Trump has been player of the season so far. He's He's been playing incredibly well. Obviously, got to the final of the, the Champion of Champions last week. But I just have a, a real sneaking feeling that Pang is going to pull off a, an upset here. I don't know why, but I'm going to go Pang. I do know why, Joe. It's because you don't like Judd Trump. <laughs> Are you saying it's wishful thinking, Tom? I, I'm just saying that I'm going to go for Judd Trump, so I'll be happy either way. 
<laughs> Either you beat me or Judd Trump goes home. Yes, exactly. So there we go. Which are the only two things you care about in life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is the cause of many issues between me and my girlfriend. But there we mm. go. There you go. I mean, next, Joe, it's the, it's the, it's the big man himself, Ronnie O'Sullivan, against Anthony McGill, which is a, a tough draw, I would say. McGill did beat him in the Crucible a few years ago. The thing for Ronnie, I think this is the toughest draw he could have had, mainly because I think every other player in the draw on the qualifier side would be intimidated by playing Ronnie, I think, especially after the, the last week. And it's all been Ronnie O'Sullivan this, Ronnie O'Sullivan that. But Anthony McGill won't care. Um, and it's such a tough one. But I, I think deep down, I know that Anthony McGill is, is probably slight favourite for this match, dare I say it. Oh, my word. Joe's fans won't believe he's saying this. Do you think that? It, it just you look at that match and it screams Ronnie O'Sullivan losing. I, I, I don't know. Or that that's if he even plays. Yeah, you know, at the moment it's it's impossible to know whether Ronnie's going to play. It's one of those things. He's either he's either going to go out to, to Anthony McGill or he'll win the whole thing because of the whole Ronnie mania at the moment. It's just the sort of thing he does, but. The only thing I will say is that Anthony McGill is is experimenting with a weird cue at the moment and he's wearing a glove as well, so <sighs> my head says Anthony McGill, but of course my heart says Ronnie. So what what are you picking then? Which one are you going with? <sighs> Anthony McGill. Oh, well, I am not going to betray the goat of snooker. I am going for Ronnie O'Sullivan. Ronnie, if you're listening, I backed you all the way, mate. Joe has betrayed you. Don't let him come to an an exclusive screening of your documentary that's out this week, you know. (laughs) Well, I did think with his documentary out, I thought either he'll be so knackered from promoting it that he'll play rubbish, or knowing Ronnie, he'll go, oh, well, I've got a play well to promote my, my documentary and he'll just turn up. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it'll be one of the two. One of the two. I, I have a feeling that he's going to want to win. Yes. But he's not quite playing well enough. I, I, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's just really tough. Really tough. But if he goes out, it really opens up the bottom side of the draw, in my opinion. Well, yeah, because cause similar to what you said about the, the Judd's match with Wazowski... I feel if Ronnie gets through, you'd fancy him to beat either Milkins or Tepchara New, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because, he, he, you know, he, he tore Tepchara apart at the World Championship a few years ago. Um, Milkins, I think, would probably be a bit intimidated. Mm. I don't... I can't recall him ever beating Ronnie, you know. He's, I know mm. he's in great form, but who do you fancy about Milkins and Tepchara? Who do you think will get through? I mean, Tepchara is one of those players. You, you just... You never know with with Tepchaya. 
So I think over best of 11 at the moment, I would probably back Robert Milkins in that one. Yeah, I think it's so tricky. I think especially with, you know, Milkins, he's not played great. He's not the champion of champions. He didn't play brilliantly and he's not, He's not been as good this season as he was last season, but um, I'd like to see him do well. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Milkins just because. I mean, they're both very fast players. It'll probably be over in about ten minutes, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot for Milkins. I think. Mm-hmm. Next match: John Higgins against Joe O'Connor. This is a tough one because Joe O'Connor has beaten Higgins a couple of times in the past. John Higgins seemed to play pretty well last week, though, at the Champion of Champions. And just in general, has been playing a lot better this season. And again, you know, John Higgins will look at that bottom side of the draw and he, I think he'll fancy his chances to have a bit of a run in this tournament. If he can get through the first round, that is. I think he could go all the way to the final if he if he does win it. But Joe O'Connor, he's, he's a good player. Who are you going for for that one? I think Joe O'Connor, to be honest. I, you know, I know Higgins has played well recently, but there's always shocks, there's always surprises, and um, I don't think Higgins has got the sort of same air of invincibility that he once had. I think, you know, four years ago or so, I think players would be terrified of playing him, but now I feel there's he's he's not as slick, he's not as consistent, so Joe's beaten before, I'm, I'm going to pick Joe O'Connor. Yeah, okay, I, I've got John Higgins just to mix it up. Robbo, Neil Robertson, against Xiao Yulong. Now, Robertson has to win this to continue his ranking victory streak that's gone back many, many years. How many years? Well, 2006, I think it was. So, so yeah, he's, he's won a ranking event every time. year. And he's not won one this year. Uh, I don't believe he's in the shootout or the Scottish Open. So, there's a lot riding on this week for Neil Robertson. Hmm. I can't see him winning, though, if I'm honest. Um, he's just been dreadful this season. I, I think he would 100% be one of the players that wouldn't be here if it was open to 128. Well, he did famously lose to um, amateur player John Astley when he came out, and the same year Sean Murphy lost to C when C was an amateur, and mm. Neil Robertson also went out in the last one two eight. So yeah, I think you could be right there. To be honest, he got. Did he win it a few years ago against Trump? And it... he did. It was the uh, it was the one behind closed doors where Trump missed the last pink and then Robbo potted pink and black. I think it was, and it was like a black ball final, wasn't it? It was. I mean, that was an incredible final. It was yeah. fantastic. You know? But nobody remembers it because it was behind closed doors, which <laughs> is really weird. It. I remember but, it, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember even that year being surprised that Robertson got to the final because I don't feel like he's. I mean, again, similar to Higgins, he's just not felt as clinical as he is at his best. I think was it twenty twenty one? He had a, another good run where he won two or three tournaments in a row, but since then he's he's really really struggled, and he keeps coming back and saying, "Oh, it's Robertson two point and. You know, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna do better at the Crucible this year. I'm, I'm doing different things. He's just one of these players that seems to just come up with not so much excuses, but new me 
you know, new tournament, new me uh, attitude all the time. And uh, I think, you know, I have no doubt that I will be back at some point and it might be this tournament. It might, it might be two or three years down the line, but I think Zhao Yulong is a, a very, very solid player and um, I would fancy him to, to come through that one, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I think I'm leaning towards Zhao as well, to be honest, just because I just I just don't think Robertson's got the same confidence. Uh, I think he'll put a lot of pressure on himself to win because he, he wants to keep the record going, but yeah. might actually be the best thing for his brain not to win and just take a few take a few weeks off, come back refreshed, have a crack at the Masters. So I fancy Zhao Yulong for that. Only four matches left. So next one, Sean Murphy... Against Hossein Vafai. Now, will Sean's new trick of having four cues a match lead him to victory, do you think, Joe? I think Sean Murphy is due a big Triple Crown tournament at some point. And I, again, I think similar to John Higgins, the way he'd, he'd look at this side of the draw, I think Sean Murphy can look at it and and fancy his chances a little bit. He's he's played reasonably well for a decent amount of time now. Um, Hossein, again, is a bit of a hot and cold player, isn't he? A little bit like Jack Lazowski. So you never know what you're going to get with, with Hossein. Um, he certainly won't be intimidated by Sean Murphy, but I, I, I would expect Sean Murphy to come through. Um, but he's one of them players that, that could quite easily lose 6-1 as well. So... But I'm going to back the magician, the magic sausage. <laughs> I'm glad you're backing the magic sausage. I mean, Hossein's a very, very good player, but he's one I think he's good enough to be in the top 16, but he's not there at the moment, and that's for a reason. I think he's not he's not quite got the consistency to, you know, get deep in all the big tournaments, like which is what you need to do to be in the top 16. So I think I'm going to probably thank Sean Murphy as well. So we'll both be rooting for the magician in that match. Go on, Sean. <laughs> to be fair, though, to, you know, it's dependent on whether he's commentating on himself or not. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, yeah. He might be running to the commentary box and back. <laughs> With his four cues, he might he might end up leaving a cue in the commentary box and or sticking one through Dennis's eye or something, you know. Um, yeah, not sure, not sure. But I'd I'd love to see Sean Murphy go and win the whole thing. I think he'd prove a lot of people wrong. I want him to win a tournament that he's commentating on. I really want him to prove everybody wrong with that. So, you know, and Sean Murphy has won. The Mr. Q Bingo UK Championship. <laughs> They'll have to mic him up in the final. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be commentating as he's playing, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's going for a tricky little one here. Oh, that's careless. That's a really poor shot. I'd pay so much good money to see him do that. Like, I... <laughs> I'd want him to win every well, tournament. Let's doing be that. honest, Tom. You you you'll pay at least sixty quid for <laughs> Michaela Tab to say hello to you. So you know. Hey, I've not done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've not found her on any of those websites. 
<laughs> I think you're looking at the wrong type of websites, Tom. <laughs> I just typed in 900 and all sorts of images came up. It was... <laughs> yes. Anyway, moving swiftly on, Ali Carter <laughs> versus Matt Selt. Now, how, how on earth Matt Selt is... Still qualifying for, you know, I don't mean this in a in a he's a terrible player way, but I always see Matt Selt qualifying for last thirty two of tournaments, but then never a bit like um, who who were we talking about Wollaston. before? Wollaston, yes. Um, before uh, you know, he, he's very consistent, but just doesn't seem to push on. Uh, Ali Carter's been playing very well the last couple of seasons, but it could go either way. You know, if Matt Selt plays his best, I, I would probably back Matt Selt, but I'm going to go Ali, Ali Carter for that one. Well, I mean, I think Ali Carter is the, the more reinformed player. I think he's played much better. He's actually looked really good this season, and he was good at the end of last season. Mm. But I just think I just think Matt's going to be ready selted. Do you know what I mean? Like, I well, just yeah. think... You think uh, ready selted is going to beat Captain Sausage? I think so. Yeah, I, I just think he's gonna. It's just gonna be one of the the results we don't see coming. I just fancy Ready Selted to uh, surprise everyone there. Fair enough. Uh, next match is Zhang Ander, first time as a seed at the UK Championships against Elliot Slesser, who is most famous for beating Joe when <laughs> Joe was about fourteen and Elliot Slesser was sixteen. And Joe quit snooker for about a decade. I was 12. How old was Elliot Slesser? 16, I think. That's basically bullying. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, let's be honest, right? Do we really believe Zhang Ander would, be, would have qualified for this event had he not won the international championship? Um, I mean, it would depend on his draw. You know, I I wouldn't. Like, would I fancy him to beat Craig Stedman on Judgment Day? Yeah. Would I fancy him to beat Anthony McGill or Joe O'Connor? Possibly not. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. However, he's probably you know if Zhang had ended up with McGill, Joe O'Connor, Zhao Yulong, Hossein Vafai unnew you know if he'd ended up with some of these players to play against you'd be saying way well, second favorite but he's playing Elliot Slesser who is on the cusp of the 64 on his day it can beat anybody I, I don't doubt that um as shown when he beat you Joe. as shown when he beats me and you know not many people have beaten me in the past um but I think I feel like Zhang Anders had a very Solid season so far. Obviously got to the final of the English Open, um, beaten Ronnie a couple of times. But I think Elliot will fancy his chances. You know what? I'm, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm going to back Elliot's lesser. I am in shock. <laughs> I am in absolute shock. What's wrong with wow. me? I've, I've gone against Ronnie and I've backed Elliot's lesser today. The only one I didn't back was Trump. Where is the real Joe Hannard and who is this this maniac <laughs> I'm talking Bingham. to? Help! <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Bigger has possessed you and taken control of your opinions. 
he got absolutely walloped by uh, David Willey. Did uh, no, David Willey? <laughs> David Lilly. <laughs> David Willey's a cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about him getting walloped by David Willie, thank you. <laughs> David's Willie. <laughs> yes, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, what I, I watched bits of the Elliot Slesser-David Lilly match on Judgment Day. Um, I don't feel like it was a, a classic, so I don't necessarily <laughs> think Elliot Slesser's in blinding form. <laughs> It was very much a, a nervy battle of the time between the two. So I will probably, I'm going to go Zhang Ander. I'm, you know, I just, You're I, don't know I don't know what's happened to Joe, but I you know. <laughs> thank, thank God he's not put money on this. Um, no, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't actually. Uh, anyway, last match, world champion. I still can't believe this. World champion, Luc Brussel. Hmm. Playing Yuan Cijun, and um, I mean, look at Brussel. I think he's he's going to want to prove people wrong. Um, hmm. You know, that's one thing I can say about him. He's got a decent record at the UK Championship. Got to the final a couple of years ago when he played uh, Zintong. I don't know. Do I do I expect him to to win? I, well, I, I I don't know for certain whether he will. You, you know, there's certain matches where I think, wow, you you would be shocked if they they lost. But with Luca Brussel, he could lose six nil, and I wouldn't be surprised. He was dreadful in the Champion of Champions, and I did feel like similar to this event. I was like, oh, he he will have you know got himself up for it. He would have practiced. He'll want to prove himself again, but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a bit of a Nico Rosberg about him. He feels like he's won it, so he, <laughs> so he doesn't have to do anything again. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. I, I, he's got that kind of vibe. So maybe he's just yeah. gonna, you know, happily sit at number two in the rankings for mm. a bit until he doesn't anymore. Um, you know what? I I think Yuan Cijun is gonna is gonna win that. I think that's gonna be the the talking point that they'll build it up to be like, Ooh, the world champion returns and this, that and the other. And then he'll just disappoint. Yeah. I can see that happening. I mean, I'm, I'm going to also go for Yuan Tijun just, just because I know he would have practiced and prepared. <laughs> and so you never just, know with Luca. Just to let you know, Tom, about the, the bottom end of my draw. Hmm. Because uh, I've backed some strange players in this one. We have got uh, McGill, Milkins, John Higgins, uh, Zhao Yulong, Sean Murphy, Ali Carter, Elliot Slesser and Yuan Cijun. One of them are going to make the final, according to me. <laughs> Which one are you going for? <laughs> to reach the final? Yeah. Robert Milkins. No, Um Probably to be Murphy. Fair, Probably Murphy, to be fair. Milkins and Murphy are the, are the two who have won the most ranking events. Yeah, I, I think Murphy. But he's going to go out first round. It'll probably be Ronnie. Now I've said all of this, Ronnie will win the whole thing. The one time I don't back him. Yeah, but you wouldn't be too disappointed, I suppose. Mm. Well, yeah. It'd be a good second prize, wouldn't it? 
Well, there we go. Let us know your predictions below. If you think me and Joe will be right or will be wrong, we'll return for... We'll do another one of these for round two, maybe, possibly. If this one if this one does really well, we'll be back for round two. If it only gets ten views, probably won't. So it's up to you. Have a look at the view count, and then you'll be able to see whether we are coming back or not. <laughs> but it's been fun, Joe. I always, always love doing predictions with you. Yes, and and yourself, Tom. Um, it, it's it, it's always fun. I just thought I'd uh, see through the rest of the predictions, and I've worked out that uh, it's going to be a Nopon Syingham Barry Hawkins semi final one, John Higgins Sean Murphy semi final two, uh, Barry Hawkins and Sean Murphy will prevail, and Barry Hawkins will be your Mister Q Bingo UK champion twenty twenty three. You heard it here first, people. Joe is not liable if you place a bet based on his predictions, just to mm. make that very Especially clear. Especially if you do it through Mr. Q Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> can you even bet on Mr. I don't. I have I, no I idea. Don't know. I hope so. I have so. no idea. I hope you can, yes. <laughs> but we'll wrap it up there. It will be a sh- short episode. I mean, it's probably still going to be quite a long episode because there's so many predictions. But let us know what you think below for your predictions, and we'll be back very soon. <laughs>